You've found an encore presentation of the Taxi Stand Hour. Catch John and Ed as they broadcast live weekly, and join the conversation. Go to RadioTFI.com for schedules, information, and more. And now, enjoy the show. You found the Taxi Stand Hour. On Radio TFI. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT. 754-800-2428. On Twitter, at Taxi Standard. From a pay phone, call collect. expect that anyways good morning everybody and uh welcome aboard once again for another edition of the taxi stand hour on radio tfi and on the radio tfi streaming network it is sunday march 13th of 2022 from the northern command studio and also the shalotta makes me laugh.com studio in st paul minnesota i'm john shannon and in the Radio TFI Executive Tower, that guy over there, the one and only Ed Van Ness. Good morning, sir. Good. <clears throat> Excuse me. Good morning, kids and kittens. Oh, hairball, man. Jeez. Yes, yes. Christ. It was a fun and eventful morning. We trust you've had a fine, fun-filled week and things have gone exactly the way you would have hoped. Uh, if you're in the Northeast or the Midwest, like I am, brr, actually not the Midwest, we're in the midst of a bomb cyclone here. It is cold. It is brutal cold. There's a wind chill factor of approximately five or six degrees, which I don't care where you're from is cold. So, uh, we'll get through this. We're going to be at spring like temperatures through the week, uh, sixties and above all week long. We just have to get through today and tomorrow. Speaking of spring-like temperatures, do you know what today is the anniversary of, sir? March 13th. Oh, do tell. Two years ago today, the world shut down with the COVID. Oh, is that uh, was this was that the official day, per se? Well, it was Friday the 13th, and everything shut down. It was like a domino effect. Uh, hmm. But yeah, that's more or less the day everybody goes by when when everything shut down. Uh, so okay. so hey, for those of us that made it through the other side, good for us. And for those that didn't, uh, anyway, moving on. How uh, how are things going out there, uh, restriction wise? We're pretty much restrictions <laughs> have been 
thing in the past out there? They seem to be dropping. Uh, at work, we still have our restrictions. Although things have dropped, we've now gone from five days a week to a uh, the previous schedule we were on. I happen to be on a get, getting tested three days a week because okay. of my, my proximity to to particular people. Uh, uh-huh. But others are down to two, sometimes one day a week. And quite frankly, I, I, I think we're going to be... Uh, I think we're going to be... The testing is still going to be a thing to a degree. I think the vaccination thing is going to be a thing. Uh, they were they were right up until about a week or two ago. They were insisting on everybody have the booster shot, but they've backed off on that, and now it's uh, you just have to be vaccinated. Uh, so I mean, which is still still something. I mean, that's uh, so. And the one thing we have, and, and like for instance, I, I've been driving a fifteen passenger van for the past year. Uh, the rental companies have installed at the at the request of the production companies a plastic barrier between the the driver's area and the passenger area and hopefully those will come down soon because ford makes a wonderful vehicle in the uh, transit big 15 passenger beast of a and mm-hmm. and it has vents in the back it has separate rear control for the uh, climate control for the air conditioning unfortunately the heat does not go through the rear vents oh no <laughs> no there's a small vent on the floor but boy you gotta have that thing running for days for the heat to come out to their credit oh. ford never anticipated us putting up what i like to call the car condom mm-hmm. you know and the heat would have come from the front of the driver's area you know your normal ac and heat vents and would uh-huh. have made its way to the back all winter long. It's freezing back here. Build a fire. There's nothing I can do about it. <laughs> There's, By the and, way, definitely going to be welcome to join us here in the conversation. 754 chat. 75. Whoa, hello. I forgot something. 754 800 chat. 754-800-2428. And for those of you just joining us on the radio, is that what yeah. you forgot, John? No. Oh, what'd you forget? Nothing. I, I forgot to, oh. when I first called the number, I said 754-CHAT. Oh, there you go. So I, I forgot 800. I wasn't paying attention to you. Obviously. I don't listen to Which, this show. I was going to say that's pretty much <laughs> the, your old shtick for the last five years. I don't pay attention. There's uh... <coughs> Oh, excuse me. My goodness. Meanwhile. We're just falling apart here. I guess. But uh, we're going to have a, a couple of kind of deep topics we're going to uh, delve into. We'll have our usual uh, group of silliness here in hour number two, including a robust section of birthdays to announce, as well as uh, the uh, one-hit wonders. The uh, Battle of the One-Hit Wonders 70s version here. That'll be in hour number two. We can't wait. So, we're, we're all Twitter. Neither can I. I. I'm just stoked about that. But listen, I want to get a couple of things uh, going here. All right. I, things are escalating uh, in the uh, war, in Putin's war in Ukraine. 
and they're talking there's talk now about you know Russia's doing some more saber rattling we're going to start uh, bombing uh, western shipments of uh, military supplies uh, Ukraine is calling for more air support and calling for more help from the West military support. There's been talk of um, even uh, invoking a no-fly zone over Ukraine. Um, and so the question oh. I put out there... Oh, go ahead, go ahead. The question I put out there to our listeners and to you, Ed, is how far are we willing to go? Well, I think right now the question is how far is Russia willing to go because there's also a story circulating out there. By the way, we we, we realize we uh, we did not do the stock report part. We, we will do this right after this little segment. Uh, okay. One of the – some Russian uh, uh, muckety-muck is, is, is uh, making noise that, we, that they might just leave an American astronaut up on the International Space Station. We've been using them as a shuttle, the Russians, uh, and you know that's that's bad. You we you know this is not. If that happens, then I think we're uh, we're not we're going to be forced. Our hand is going to be forced, which is what Putin wants. Putin wants an all-out. You know. Well, yes, exactly. Uh, the thing is. is- it doesn't sound to me from what I've seen that, that that in Russia itself, in good old mother Russia, there is not a whole lot of Putin's not getting a whole lot of support over there right now. It doesn't seem to be. Uh again, you don't know obviously well, he's he's now shut down news and whatnot from the outside world. But the people that were getting information were out there protesting, and of course, he swiftly arrested those. Uh, but, uh, you know, a lot of people are just watching their version of Fox News, the state TV, which, of course, is going on about how miserable and mean the Ukrainians are, and, and they're trying to go in and stop the Nazis from taking over. Uh, it's... Look, I'm I'm no I'm no expert on on Putin and the Russians and all that, but when you see pictures of him having meetings where he's 47 feet away from from his people, and that ain't no COVID restriction, <laughs> yeah. uh, because according to him, they've solved COVID, but. Uh, he wants it, it. Apparently, he wants a return to the old Soviet style, where yeah, they where they, up, where they control a lot of Europe. And if I'm in Europe, I'm sweating in my uh, jammies right now. Because remember, they've seen this once before. Somebody that goes on tour and uh, and tears Europe apart. Uh, you know, so they don't want this. I mean, we're sitting over here deeply on the sidelines. Not that he, we can't be can't be uh, touched with with ballistic missiles and all that. Well, it, it, that's the question. Is it's a lot of a lot of things we're looking at right now in response? I think is going to wind up 
triggering. I mean, I, I don't think for a minute, I think that Putin is just that crazy that if we tried to, if NATO tried to enforce some sort of like a no-fly zone or something to that along that line, as much as I hate to quote Marco Rubio, he come out flat out and said that, you know, if we enforce a no-fly zone over Ukraine, that's World War Three. Uh, pretty much anything in Putin's mind will start that. Putin doesn't need, he needs just the smallest of provocations, real or True. imagined. Okay. If the entire world were to t- turn around and say, you know what, Vlad, Vlad, what do you want, Bubby? We'll give you whatever you want, Ukraine, take Ukraine. We'll throw in a couple of smaller countries as well, just to, just, you know, something for the kids to play with. He would find that somehow insulting and start a nuclear war. There's no going to be no, in my opinion, my humble opinion, there's going to be no pleasing this man. Uh, because if he gets Ukraine, what's next? What's next? He's well, I, I don't know. 754-800-CHAT, 754-800-2428 if you're listening live it's 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 a good question it's it's, are we as a country right now we're all still in our blissful little world still paying our we're grumbling a little bit about our four dollar a gallon gas yeah meanwhile meanwhile we get idiots driving in circles for uh the the trucker convoys the 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 teardrop people oh oh i'm protesting what are you protesting i uh i uh i uh what? They took away all the mandates. It's not a thing anymore. You got your way. What 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 are you driving around? You're burning fuel. Diesel at, at six, seven bucks a gallon. <clears throat> Excuse me. And but that's just a minor inconvenience compared to what happened what happens all of a sudden if Russia start, starts lobbing nuclear uh, right. missiles in this direction. Right. We uh, the 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 uh, the crybabies there, the uh, the snowflakes, you know, who constantly, well, I want to drink the tears of liberals. Well, you're the ones that are doing all the crying. My precious rights. You know what? There's mothers with babies trying to survive bombings right now. And you, don't, you still don't want to wear a mask? Screw you. And by the way, what's his name? Uh, uh, uh. The kid from Wisconsin. I can't think of his name. Oh, now. Rittenhouse. Kyle Rittenhouse. Hey, I hear they're looking for people in, in, in Ukraine. Grab your gun. Have mom drive you over there. Not a bad idea. Uh, it's one of my better ones. Thank you very much. I'll be here all day. <laughs> so, our, but then the again, the question remains, are, are you as an American citizen willing to go and do whatever it takes to liberate Ukraine, it's a even tough at qu- the risk of something like nuclear. It's a tough question, man. It's uh, you know, you're you're looking at. Look, we're all getting fat and happy here right now. We're comfy in our lifestyle, and I would say this: if you're old enough to remember, remember what it felt like on September 11th, 2001. When suddenly we were violated on our soil. 
remember that feeling because we didn't like it. And now remember the, the fine folks in Ukraine are going through this daily, hourly. Okay. They're actually, you know, do we want to go through that? Do, how would we feel about fighting a war on our, on our soil? On one hand, I want to be all macho American and go, yeah, let's go in and let's go kick some ass. But on the other hand, I'm trying to think of the people that, you know, are going to get hurt and die and people whose homes will never be the same. They may never see their homeland again for a variety of reasons. I mean, if they can get out and be safe, that's number one. I, I'm seeing images of kids and uh, there was like an adorable little girl who sang uh, Let It Go from frozen in ukrainian and it was just the cutest thing you've ever done you've ever seen uh and poor kids have no idea what's going on and if they do god bless them they shouldn't have any idea what's going on all because this egotistical bastard that our previous president dropped to his knees and sucked off in uh helsinki uh there was a poll that showed that 74% of Americans uh, oppose Putin's invasion of Ukraine. The other 26% think Trump is president. Yeah, there you go. That's from Dr. Henry Rosenberg. Uh, so, I I honestly, I, I want to help the people over there. And I'm not saying we won't and we shouldn't. If If our hand is forced, if we're backed into a corner... We go in guns a blazing. I mean, isn't that what our people want? Isn't that, all you Second Amendment folks? We got planes. We get you over there. You got your basement full of full of uh, rifles and shotguns. Let's get them AR uh, ARs up and going. We get you on a plane. We'll have you there. You know, in a day by tomorrow. By tomorrow, you can be shooting ruskies, just like your dad and your granddad told you you should be. You can be shooting them dead. Oh, what's that? You got a bake sale on Tuesday and you can't make it? Let the excuses begin. Let the excuses begin. So that's actually a pretty good idea now that I think about it. But your uh, friend Tucker Carlson has accused both the Republicans and Democrats of intentionally seeking war with Russia. Yeah. Carlson made these claims on Monday night during an episode of his current affairs show, Tucker Carlson Tonight, on the news channel. <clears throat> Excuse me. Anything with him on it cannot be called a news channel. No, it cannot. At one, po <laughs> at one point during the show, he named Vice President Kamala Harris and claimed that her acknowledgement of that Ukraine's President uh, Zelensky wants to join NATO was riling up Russia's leader, Vladimir Putin. He has previously asked viewers the question, why do they hate Putin? <laughs> this guy is the, the single biggest Putin sympathizer in this country right now. Well, at least one Mark, at least one that's got a, a five-night-a-week platform to broadcast. Got a on. platform, yes. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Because you know the billionaire who can't afford a plane down in, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, Mar-a-Lago. Side note, did you hear this story? He's begging his supporters now for money to buy a new plane. You're a billionaire, right? Dude. Eh. Anyway, 
Uh, Tucker, the the frozen fish magnate, is uh, look. He he he's Putin's he's Putin's cut man in the corner. He's his sucky boy. He's his uh he's his do rag. Uh, you know, believe you me, when all when 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 it all hits the fan, Tucker's gonna be on a plane to Moscow. Uh, where he'll be, he'll be well protected until his usefulness is over, and then suddenly he will disappear into the wilderness. Literally, literally, and uh, he'll be just like one of the frozen fish products that his family sells. Uh, so, as I saw here, oh my goodness, I. Well, I'll tell you what. Well, you get your stuff. You coming over here to you coming over here to say goodbye. Well, thank you, John. No, I'm sitting right here. I'll be here for the whole two hours. Well, while John you know who is, I'm talking to, well, while John is having personal time with with the lovely and talented, uh, she said, "Good morning, Ed." Good morning, Ed. We're 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 gonna get to the stock report right now. We're gonna break things off here. So. It's the Radio TFI Market Watch, brought to you by Say Goodbye in Your Own Damn Time. Uber closed the week at $30.76, up $0.93 cents from last week, while Lyft closed the week at $35.28, down $1.90, I'm sorry, up $1.97 from last week. This has been the Radio TFI Market Watch, and I blew it. Well, it wouldn't be the first time for either one of us, so... No, it wouldn't. No, it wouldn't. My knees can't take the strain anymore, but, you know, it's... Uh... <laughs> You'll work it out, I promise you. You'll work it out. I like to think so. So, here's an interesting perspective going going back now to uh, Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Here's an interesting perspective from uh, John... Storl, I think is how he pronounces his name, uh, from Raw Story. Uh, in an interview with journalist Kara Swisher for New York Times, Clint Watts, a researcher for a uh, fellow at Research Pro- uh, Policy Research Institute, claims Russian pe- uh, President Vladimir Putin has a growing disaster on his hands after invading Ukraine. And it could lead to a collapse at home in Russia. Now, I've heard stories that uh, he has really emptied out the uh, emptied out the old. Uh, uh, what am I trying to say? Empty the bench, yes, if you will. And um, he's committing a lot of military resource, yes, to trying to take down this tiny, teeny, tiny little Ukraine. There ain't nothing teeny, tiny about Ukraine. It's the size of Texas. It's got 40 million people in it. Ain't nothing teeny, tiny about it. Well, okay. Excuse me. No, I mean, in all seriousness, this is not Luxembourg or Monaco, you know, where you walk in and say, let let me, uh, you know, you got to knock over one, one traffic signal and that's it. You got the country. By the way, I highly recommend the book, The Mouse That Roared. What's that one about? The Mouse That Roared is about a small country, teeny tiny country, that their their major export is wine. And they have some bad years, some bad crops. They're running low on money. 
So they come up with the idea, well, whenever the United States goes to war with somebody, after it's all over, they give them financial support. So we're going to go invade the United States, surrender, and then they'll give us military aid, you know, to get our economy back. Well, as it turned, this was set in the 60s. <clears throat> Their contingent of about six or seven people in full, full regalia uh, arrives in New York City right in the middle of a... Of a <laughs> Right in the middle of a, of a bomb drill where everybody is hiding in the subway. The sirens are going off. So they arrive in Manhattan and there's nobody in the streets. An air raid drill. I'm sorry. So they claim the United States for their own. <laughs> Hilar Jesus. Hilarity ensues from there. And it's, it's very, it's, there's a movie, but I read the book first when I was a kid and I loved it. I just loved it. The mouse that roared. I'll have to, I'll have to I'll have to keep that in mind. But that's really you know that's uh, no it, it's Ukraine is not a small country. So that brings me to as we've talked uh, ad nauseum about Ukraine here in the uh, first uh, twenty minutes or so of the show. I want to address a question that uh, our friend friend of the show, sometimes provocateur, Ken Coons posed uh, Come home, to Ken, all is forgiven. Uh, the question was, knowing as much as I despise Donald Trump, do I despise Vladimir Putin that much more? Good question. Very uh, And usually I kind of let what he says, I'm sorry, you know, I have a lot of detractors out there for my stand. And I, I have been just kind of bunching him in the same, within the same group as the rest of them. But it was a very good question. He, you know, who do I hate more, Trump or Putin? Now, can I, can I pretend to give you a straight answer to that question? You can pretend, but I won't buy it. This is good because I ain't going to try to sell it. <laughs> I'm telling you. Look, Putin, Putin's desires to be the czar of Europe, if you will, they date back far beyond the Trump administration. Other U.S. presidents have learned how to deal with them. Specifically speaking, one Barack Obama. You remember that? Remember a meeting that they had? They shook hands, but Obama, boy, I tell you, you want to talk about a old steely stare that Obama looking Putin straight in the eye. And then compare that to when Trump uh, met with Putin. Oh, there's the, oh my God, there's nothing wrong with this guy. Oh, he's, he's, if he says he didn't interfere in our elections, I got why, why wouldn't I believe him? You know, you go from somebody who dealt with Russia in a firm, not provocative, but in a firm manner, to somebody that pretty much, Kissed Putin's ass the entire, you know, the entire four years. Thank God it wasn't more than that. 
in office. And while I despise Vladimir Putin, I still think the ultimate shit stain in American history and world history, for that matter, is none other than one Donald John Trump. So, so the answer to the question is no. You do not hate Putin more than Trump. I just think they're in the same, they're in the same, you know, interchangeable parts as far as I'm concerned. Would you sit down and have a meal with either one of them? Uh, I would, you know, truth be told, I would. Because you're a fan of McDonald's as far as Trump goes, right? I'm a fan of McDonald's no matter what, so can't you tell for Christ's sake? <laughs> I'm just saying that's his thing. Anyway, I didn't get I didn't get to be 265 plus pounds <clears throat> by uh, by uh, uh, driving away from McDonald's uh, empty-handed. So moving on, as as they like to say. Uh, all right, well, so so honestly, do you? Res- I know you don't respect Trump. Do you have? I don't respect Putin either. Okay, that was my my question. Do you have even a smidgen of root? If no. yeah, I, I'll be quite honest with you. <clears throat> Excuse me. Although no one put the question to me, but I'm gonna take it on anyway. Trump Trump's a moron. Let's face it, he's not quite as dumb as we all like to believe he is, but he's still an idiot. Uh, Putin, on the other hand. Putin is evil. I, I'm not going to deny that, at least from everything I can understand. Uh, he does have a modicum of of intelligence that, you know, he's playing at least 3D chess. He's seeing things, moves ahead. But it, but in the end, he's, he's moving his pieces with a sledgehammer. Mm-hmm. He's not using a delicate touch here. <clears throat> which, you know, a good comment, you wouldn't even know that you've been, you know, what's going on here. He's just coming in now uh, and, and swing, swinging his hammer. Uh, I, I just want to go to this, something else I had, I had discovered this week. Uh, Trump is living proof that a con man doesn't have to be smart if his victims are stupid enough. But, hey, you know. Oh, you, very true. You do you, boo. So, uh which one of them do I, it's easy to say I dislike them both. Hate is that strong emotion. I, I, I would, I would give Trump the, 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 the edge by a, uh, by a plastic surgery, poorly fixed nose, uh, simply because what he's done is really, really hurt us here at home. And he is definitely out for himself. So is Putin. Putin's out for himself, but, uh, I don't respect either one of them. It's it's so close that it's really not. Uh, but thanks thanks to everybody involved. Oh, uh, since we're talking about Trump, I want to take a a quick little delve into our friends, the Good Liars. They were at a Trump rally, or this I'm sorry, this is the truckers convoy. One of the truckers convoy, and they had a conversation with one of the truck drivers. A lovely Which is the same as the Trump rally. Yeah, That's more or less. But I, I, we'll talk about this on the other side. Are you really concerned about right now? I don't want them to digitize us. 
You don't want to what? To digitalis. I don't want to take medicine that'll hurt people. What was the what was the word you used though? I haven't heard that. Digital. Digital. Digital? What what does that mean? They're trying to They're trying to make us robots. They're trying to make it where we have no choice in nothing to where they control. They can control us from what they put in our bodies. And eventually we'll we'll actually be robots. According to what they're saying, not robots, but according to what they've already got a full man-made working female robot. Digital. Digital. Hey, don't be knocking those female robots. I oh, hear they no. never get anything. Oh no, you you won't hear it from me. But uh, digital. That's that's the word of the day, kids and kittens. Write it down backwards on your forehead, so every time you look in the mirror, you will you will know. So, or do you write it down for, for, or forward on your back head? Hmm. There's something we can ponder for an hour or two. Hey, John, let me ask you, uh, what are gas prices looking like out there in the great Midwest? It's, it's, it's funny because with everybody talking about, you know, I think the national average was up to four and a quarter. Mm-hmm. We are just we're just right at that edge. They just not don't quite have the seeds that go up to four bucks. Oh really? It's three ninety nine point nine. Oh oh, you're you're so close. You're 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 just oh good. It's it's the doggy hour here on Radio TFI. <laughs> uh, oh. For the for those wondering, John 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 has a new domestic situation which we will not delve into. Suffice it to say, there is now a lovable pooch involved who is now desperately trying to get our attention, or at the least... She definitely got our attention. Yes, because we're, we're talking about her. What's her name again? Bailey? That is that is Beagle Bailey. Beagle Bailey. Okay, so... So, what we're going to try... We're going to try to power we go on... from here. Oliver to Beagle Bailey. Beagle Bailey. We, we miss Master Oliver. Uh, perhaps Bailey would be best served to be in a different room or given a toy. I tell you what, go ahead and take the lead here for a second. And all right, well, since we're talking about gas prices, we're going to uh, our opposition reporter Brent Terhoon has an opinion uh, regarding gas prices. So let's take a listen to this. His message goes out to our Brandon in chief. You know these gas prices are high as hell, and I'm tired of it. You need to do your job. That's what you need to do. Hell, everybody else is. Congress makes the laws, the courts interpret the laws, and the president controls the gas prices. Everybody knows that. You took an oath. That's what you did. You stood up there and you took an oath to make sure us Americans don't have to pay $170 every time we fill up our trucks, and you're blowing it. Now, I... What's the average working man supposed to do, huh? Stop driving a 7,000-pound vehicle even though he doesn't do any truck stuff with it and I work from home? I don't think so. Next, you're going to tell me to take all the flags and the bumper stickers off to reduce the drag. I don't think so, Brando. My heart goes out to all the working men out there. I'm raising my emotional support beer to you for putting up with all this tyranny. Lower the gas prices. We might have to set up a little gas convoy to show you we mean business about all these gas (laughs) prices.
Okay. Sorry about that, folks. And I can't hear you, by the way, Ed. Oh, my God. I just had a whole rant on mute. (laughs) (laughs) And ladies and gentlemen, that was, well, what we still love to call after five years. Hashtag big time professional radio. There'll be some serious editing at the end of this day. There's no question. Oh, hey, what can you say? (sighs) But anyways, we're back. Well, anyway, now I'm going to do it again. What good, I was, good, good. What I was talking about was it's bad enough the gas prices have to go up, okay? And you get that, world situations and all that. What burns me, what burns my ass, besides a three-foot-high flame, is fuel that's in the ground, in the ground, in the tank already, at the gas station. The price on that goes up. Why? You've incurred no extra cost. On that, I understand down the line, uh, production and shipping and all that, whatever. Your, the price of a barrel of crude has has gone up due to the world situation, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But why is my gas that's in the ground on Monday? Why is that price going up on Tuesday, or even later on Monday? It's it's already it's made it past the pipeline. It should be a minimum days before that goes up days because even the stuff going into the tanker trucks to, to supply the stations that's already it's already here it's here we're just moving it across town and the oil companies had record profits the past year or so uh it's warmongering if you ask me and nobody did ask me and this time you could hear me say it so well so there and i'm glad we were able to hear that uh, seven five four eight zero zero chat seven five four eight zero zero two four two eight again. Listening live, you know what? You can even if you're listening to this on Memorex, you can uh, still call and leave a message or whatever. We'd love to hear your opinion. Would we? Uh, well, yeah. love to, maybe not. Love's but, a strong uh, word, John. Love's a very strong word. Yeah, it is. And apparently your doggy training did not, or is that a toy you're squeezing? That's a toy she's squeezing. Oh, okay. There you go. Professional. She, she's all but killed the squeaker in that, but she's getting one. It's getting one last little. Uh, and yet I managed, I managed to keep Gil Christ quiet every show. Yeah, well. I give him a bottle of Jack Daniels with a nipple on it. He stays two hours. Two hours I keep him quiet. That's about all well, I can keep him quiet for. I think but, Lori no. might have something to say if I try to uh, uh, give uh, uh, put some Jack Daniels in her uh, doggy dish. So. I, I was not recommending Jack Daniels. On the other hand, I wasn't not recommending it. All I was saying was what worked for Gil Christ. Perhaps it'll work for Beagle Bailey? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, my so anyways, no, let me, the only thing that I can add to what your your commentary there is, is that it's understandable that these gas stations you know, have to somehow pay for that next shipment of liquid gold. No, no, that is no, 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 you're, you're missing the point. I'm talking about the stuff that's in the ground already. Yeah, it's but they there. still have to pay for the next shipment. But again, my point is that next shipment 
is still here. It hasn't been affected by whatever world events are going on. It's been here. It's processed. It's en route, okay? They, it, they, they've incurred zero extra cost. Somebody has raised the price without needing to. They see an opportunity. Now, I understand gas station owners don't make that much on a gallon of gas. On gas itself, no. But it still doesn't. And again, it's more the oil companies than the individual gas station owners. But right. they take their marching orders from, from the parent company as well. Uh, mm. But still, if it's in the ground Monday morning, what has changed by Monday afternoon that you're justifying? Yeah. It's here. You have it. It's processed. It's, it's all that good stuff. And it's in there just waiting to be pumped. Your costs have gone up zero. Zero point zero zero. That's what gets me. A week from now, yes, maybe your costs have, have changed because, uh, you know, because of everything, whatever is going on. And But they go right in, right in. I, I remember sitting there, the, I mentioned during, during the Gulf War, when all that started that night, all the bombings started. I was in a gas station as they were raising the prices. You know, the guy <laughs> says, well, you know, it's going to cost us more. Yeah, not yet. Not yet. The stuff that's in the ground that I'm about to pump. By the way, they let me pump at the old price. I said, that's not costing you a penny more. I said, when I leave, you're going to charge somebody else 25 cents more a gallon. And you know something? No, tell me. Yeah, I, I remember. Yeah, well, that's neither here nor there. But uh, your bu our, our buddy Brent, of course, he said something about to the effect where he has to shell out a hundred and some dollars. That's right. Every time Every time he wants to fill up his pickup truck. That's right. Um, look, this isn't the first. I mean, I remember the the last time gas was over four dollars a gallon. So do I. At the time, for a uh, for a taxi vehicle, I was driving a full size Ford van. Ooh. And an E. Uh, what was it? An e. One fifty, uh, I believe. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And. Um, that wasn't exactly very easy on gas. I think I was lucky if I was getting 11 miles to the gallon. With the thing. Or 11 gallons to the mile. That could be too. <laughs> so, anyways, it's one of those, just, 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 when, as you're hearing that in the background, just remember the good old days when a certain individual was storming down the hallway, screaming his fool head off. It is what it is. The joys of doing a broadcast from, uh... oh, now close the door behind her. That's the <laughs> trick. You have to segregate Bailey into another room. That's the trick. Cause she just, oh. gonna she's just going to bring it back to you. Well, it. Let's just muddle. Let's just muddle through it here. It I is got 15 what it minutes. Is. I I can't. I honestly I can't. You, you please, John. Please do something about that. It is very loud on this end. It is very very loud and very. Please, please put Bailey in in the green room. I would appreciate it. Now, okay, John has muted himself. He's he's off. He's. I don't know if he's coming back or not, but. <laughs> but anyway. We are here, and you know what? We're gonna do something we don't we don't do so 
we're going to give you a little taste of what's coming up in hour two. We're, we're going to give you, uh, play the champion for you, for the one-hit wonders. It's uh, Billy Don't Be a Hero by Bo, Bo Donaldson and the Haywoods. just a little taste of your champion on the uh, one hit wonders which we'll be doing in our number two john is back he has i thought you were i thought for a minute i thought you were gonna jump ahead of everything there no i was just uh just what it, what is it we call it in the business kill old time kill old yeah, there time you go. there you go well i feel so <laughs> so laurie if you're listening yes i had to i had to uh uh I had to uh, escort Bailey into the uh, into the other room there, and hopefully she's comfortable. We we All love like ba- we love Bailey, but we got a show to do. Damn it! Uh, <laughs> God, I feel like we've run right off the rails here, right off the rails. So so let's get back on track. And what gets us back on track better than cracking open a bag of chips? Florida so-called don't say gay bill is one step closer to becoming law. Only in Florida. You're injecting these concepts about choosing your gender. The state that brought you this trailer monkey now wants to keep your kids from turning gay by not saying gay. What did you say? That makes sense. This is Florida where Matt Gates can't get a stiffy if his date has a high school diploma and no one seems to care. I have traveled with a 17-year-old woman. While the world hangs in the balance. The flood of refugees out of Ukraine has been nonstop. These good Christians passed the don't say gay law. America is a Christian nation. Making it a crime to say the word gay. I mean, who would pass a law like that? Oh yeah, this guy did. Putin said some very good things about me. So if a kid is confused and wants to understand the world, he can't talk about it. He can play violent video games and bring a gun to school, but two people in love? When our country arrests teachers for telling the truth, when we start banning books, when we attack our nation's most vulnerable, we are no longer a great nation. We are this nation. Iron curtain down again? Here in America, you can be anything you want to be. You just can't say it out loud. Goddamn right. The revolution! Gazpacho, please. Yeah! <laughs> Yes, my former home, the state of Florida. Uh, you can't say gay. That's the uh... of all of all the stupidity. That probably is the a number one right there. So let let's take uh, something that's very confusing for a young child or a young adult or a young teen. Is mm-hmm. look in your quote unquote normal teens. Dealing with your blossoming sexuality is a big enough problem. Now to have something that's now in the state of in the in the sunshine state, it's against the law to even say the word. I mean, and they're going to be scratching their heads in six months, going, "Why do we have more teen suicides?" Because you you've criminalized uh, something that's. Look, that's just the way it goes. Some people like vanilla. Some people like chocolate. Some people like them both. 
and uh, and then others and then others like strawberry and that's a whole different conversation uh you know look you, you, again it's tough enough being a teenager it's tough enough coming to grips with hey what the hell is that down there uh-huh and uh what happened to my voice and all these good things and and, and discovering just discovering all the things we all discovered and then again on top of it you realize oh oh, oh I, I i like this i like that i like the other thing but you know people are going to freak out about it uh it's going to be against the law my parents i can't go to my favorite teacher and talk about it because they might go to jail that's and i gotta say i've said it before and i'll say it again I'm so glad I got out of Florida when I did. Well, I mean, in Texas is no better. I I, I miss I For miss different reasons. I miss where I lived, but, and I get this question quite often. Uh, people people say to me, "Oh, oh you you just do you still live down there? Do you just commute? You know, come up here for a few months?" No, no. I said I'm out. I said, and I'm proud to say one of the last things I did on the way out the door was vote against Ron DeSantis. Uh, it's unfortunate what's going on down there. Uh, I don't want to get into that whole thing, but the 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 making gay illegal, making saying the word, however it's worded, it's just stupid. It, it, look, you can't always go to your parents to have these kind of talks. Some kids are lucky. Some kids are very fortunate, and they are able to speak to their parents about this stuff. Others, sometimes you need a, a, a detached uh, a detached ear that's not blood-related to you, and somebody that you've developed a trust with over right. the years as, as you've grown up. And you feel that Miss Crabapple is the person you can talk to about this, and you can trust her to look out for your best interest. Now you're conflict. Now you have a whole new conflict. But if I go to her and tell her, and she uses the wrong word, and somebody finds out, then she is in trouble for doing nothing more than helping a confused teen. So yeah, way to go, Florida. You've uh, made me proud once again to have called myself a Floridian for three and a half decades, and uh, I, I still consider myself a Floridian, and. Uh, but I'm not saying it as loud and proud as I used to. So tell me something about in in general. When we look at the demographics of Florida, uh-huh. what what areas of that state? When you look at it, I mean, you think about Miami and you think about Tampa and Orlando, and that's. Population-wise, I mean, that's, you know, at least half of the state. Yet, how do such odd ducks like DeSantis and whatnot take uh, take control of of politics? Tampa and Orlando are pretty much red. The only real... Oh, yeah. The only real blue part of the state is South Florida. Palm Beach, Broward, and Miami-Dade, and Monroe, where the Keys are. Uh, and I mean, you got some pockets up and down the state, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. 
But for the most part, Florida goes, uh, well, it's getting purple. It's getting purple. Uh, now, who knows? Next time around, people might go, oh, DeSantis? I don't think so. But then again, uh, you got a lot of people there who forget everything a union did for them that allow them to retire in comfort and in style. And uh, who got them their unions but the Democrats. Uh, and and they're all about the Trump thing. I don't care if they're Republicans. Uh, it, it's the Trump thing. So, and then you've got a lot of people. You get into the center of the state, north of Orlando. And that's that's horse country there. That Ocala. That's that's horse country. That's that's shit kicking country, man. That's uh, you. You get you get from Orlando North. Mm-mm, you're in the South, Bubba. You're uh, you're you're in a definite notch in the Bible Belt, and you know. Well, then the, the Panhandle. Like, Go ahead. I was just gonna say, and then then you got Jacksonville, and yeah. I'm assuming most of the Panhandle is probably red. Well, that's what I was just saying. Most of the pan, most of the Panhandle, the, the entire Panhandle is deep south. You know, yeah. it's not northern Florida as much as it's uh, southern Georgia or southern Alabama. Alabama. Or yeah. or eastern eastern uh, Mississippi. Mississippi, you know. Yeah, I, I can. Uh, it's a very different. It's a, it's a very diverse state. I've been all over the state. And there's some very fine people. There. By the way, the only state with two, count them, two time zones. Thank you very much. And uh, if that doesn't confuse you, I don't know what will. Uh, so, are you tired from speaking at time zones? Are you uh, are you tired from having to get up uh, hours worth of sleep? No, actually, no, actually, I'm. Uh, uh, I look forward to this. I'm a clock guy. I love really? my I love my clocks. I have clocks all over the place. Uh, so, to me, this is like my Super Bowl. <laughs> but I get it twice a year. And, uh, you know, I, I I personally would like to see it settled one way or another. I, I am pretty much in the camp of uh, next time, let's just do a half an hour and be done with it. And we never have to do this again. Uh, hmm. There was a time this made sense. You got to remember, we're only on standard time now, four months out of the year. Right. So actually daylight, and it's daylight saving time, not savings, saving time. Uh, but now D uh, DST is now more or less the standard. This is what we're on most uh -huh. of the year, uh, two thirds of the year. So I'm all for just making this the standard or again, make cutting a difference. Go a half hour, and we, you know, and that's that. Arizona's been doing it for decades. They haven't been. They've. They don't do daylight saving time. Yeah, and so I, I'm. Well, I understand it, and I get it. I just assume. Look, because we go through the same thing twice a year. First, first uh, in November, everybody's. Ooh, we got an extra hour of sleep. What can I do with that extra hour? Hey man, you got to pay the piper in four months. Yep, we exactly. want that. We we'd like that hour back, please. Thank you very much. I used to work uh, without getting into it. I, I 
I worked at a place that was 24 hours. And the overnight shift, oh, it was the same thing every year. Oh, yeah, yeah, great. We, we get an extra hour's pay. Oh, no, no. This time of year, they, they got paid for eight hours, even though they only worked seven. But uh-huh. then demanded the extra hour's pay on the other side. No, no, no. You got your hour back back then. You want to yep, give it absolutely. you want you want to give it up then? You know, and and it was a tricky 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 thing to do. So, uh one of the you? things that I had a my my big problem with this time of year is the I I really don't like the fact that it's I'm starting my starting my day at uh, a little after 6 in the morning. We were just getting starting to crack sun or you know uh, sunrise and now we're back to being in the dark it's the story of my life we can talk more about that in our number two for now we're going to take our little pause we'll be back you're listening to the taxi stand hour on radio tfi found the taxi stand hour the worst talk radio i've ever heard in my life on radio tfi join the conversation you can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT, 754-800-2428, on Twitter, at Taxi Standar. From a pay phone, call collect. The following program is brought to you in living color on NBC. Let that boy boogie boogie. Beginning. Jake, the sign says, tonight only, the good old boys. Blues Brothers. It should read, tonight only, the Blues Brothers' triumphant return. Must be some kind of mistake. You guys unload the stuff. Elwood, come with me. What can I get you boys? You thirsty, you hungry, or you just driving through? Maybe like a beer or something a little harder? Hey, you know, we happen to make the state's best pepper steak. No, thank you, ma'am. We may be sucking back a few beers a little later on. We'll be here all night. You see, we're the band. You are? Oh, gee, that's nice. Hey, Bob, this is the band. All right. Uh, what kind of music do you usually have here? 
Oh, we got both kinds. We got country and western. Jake, are you sure this is the place? Yeah, yeah, sure, sure, this is the place. Hey, you the good old boys? That's us. The rest of the band's out in the parking lot getting our stuff together. Well, I'm sure glad to have you boys here. I'm Bob, and this here is my place. Well, it's a beautiful place, Bob. <laughs> I guess you boys want to get your steel guitars and everything set up on the stage, don't you? Claire, get old pair and turn those stage lights on and get these boys going up there. Chicken wire? What do you say we set up for a sound check? <laughs> Excuse me, Sonny. I guess I'll give this to you. You're the tallest one. Okay. What is it? Well, that there is a list of the songs that you boys will be playing tonight. Man, I don't think we know any of the songs on this list. Oh, this list doesn't mean anything, they're just requests. We're ready to set. First two. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We're sure glad to be here in Kokomo tonight. We're the good old Blues Brothers. Boys, man, from Chicago. We sure hope you like our show. I'm Elwood. My brother, Jake. Why'd they turn off the lights? Maybe they blow a fuse. I don't think so, man. Those lights are off on purpose. Okay, we gotta figure out something these people like and fast. Hey, I've got it. Remember the theme from Rawhide? Gil Faber, Rowdy Yates. What key? Hey, good country key. Rawhide and A.
TV show ride. Thank you. I tell you, I can not ever get enough of the Blues Brothers. Top 10 favorite movie. Absolutely. So, we are back here. The Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI and on the Radio TFI streaming network from the ShaladaMakesMeLaugh.com studio in St. Paul, Minnesota. I'm John Shannon, along with Beagle Bailey. <laughs> and from the uh, executive tower, the Radio TFI gleaming executive tower in Queens, New York, it is once again the one and only Ed Van Ness. Are, is your heart has your heart stopped palpitating now? Or are you are you going to be okay? My heart stopped palpitating years ago. Well, that's that's good. That's good. Beagle, ba- Beagle Bailey is on the couch, looking at me like I'm an idiot because he she has no idea that I'm who I'm talking to on the other end of the uh, country. No, 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 she doesn't. Well, anyway, finish introducing me. So, that was it. Oh, wow, well, well, good I morning. Did. Once again, good I morning. did introduce you. Good morning, kids and kittens and uh, beagles everywhere. Uh, we're back. It's hour number two. We got stuff to talk about and things to do and. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm baffled by where we are right now. John's going to take the lead here in hour two as he, as he wants to do is want to do. And that's W O N T for you wordle players. That's not a good word in wordle. Just uh, probably not. No wants W O N T S. That would be a good word. That would be a valid word. John, where are we? What are we doing? Why, why pray tell are we here? Well, let's just go ahead and and crank up the music there and let's go ahead and get into what has become one of my favorite uh uh what's the word I'm segments segments of this fine show. And that is once again our birthday celebration. So let her rip there, my friend. was a very busy uh, week i should say it is a very busy week here for birthdays as we look at birthdays from the uh, 13th which is today on through the 18th uh anyways going up going right off the bat from the 13th we have singer songwriter needle sadaka who is 83 oh carol yes actor william h macy Best probably last uh, the best role I think he portrayed was uh, recently here on Shameless as Frank Gallagher. Okay. Love that show. William H Macy is seventy two years old. Wow. Uh, from the fourteenth, actor Michael Caine is eighty nine years old. Is he still alive? He's still alive. I loved him as uh, as Alfred the Butler. I thought he had. Yes. Just, just the just the right amount of snarkiness and smarminess to it. Absolutely. 
Uh, Composer-conductor Quincy Jones is 89 years old. Is that a fact? Soul Bossa Nova. You, you, you know the theme yeah. from, uh, from uh, ba, 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 Austin Powers. Da, 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 da. I don't have it handy because I don't know whose birthdays we're doing ahead of time. So I never have this stuff available. I should. Uh, I tried to send you a list and you said you wanted to be surprised. I so. do want to be surprised. Uh, moving on for the 14th, uh, comedian Billy Crystal, 74 years old. You look marvelous. Moving on to the 15th. The 15th, actor Judd Hirsch, 87 years old. God, he is one of the greatest actors of art or any time. Also starred in Taxi. Yes, yes indeed. In in the TV show Taxi, he played Alex. What separated Alex from all the other cab drivers in the garage? Normal. He was the only one who was actually just a cab driver. Everybody else was something else, a boxer, a, a, an art critic, or what, you know. Alex was just, so he gets an extra. Moving on to the 15th, singer Mike Love of the Beach Boys is 81. Wow. This one surprised me. Game show host Chuck Woolery is alive and 81 years old. Chuck Woolery gets nothing. Nothing. Okay. He's a, he's a heavy duty heavy duty drank drank the Kool Aid Trumper. Oh, is he? Well, sorry I mentioned him. Uh, actor Eric Estrada, seventy three years old. Now, by the way, that's one I have to say only seventy three. I think he's a, you thought he was older. I thought he was older. Ah, from the we're not going to take it anymore uh, department. D. Snyder of Twisted Sister is 67. Get out of Dodge. Nope. Good breath. Also on the 15th, musician Will I Am of the Black Eyed Peas is 47. By the way, I had that decent, I had that music left over from last week when we did a bit about D. Snyder. Ah, okay. You expect me to remember last week? No. I don't I don't respect you to I don't remember, remember last hour. That was my point. That's where <laughs> I was going. From the 16th, we have Kurt Russell, who turned 71 years old. Now, again, there's somebody else I would have thought was older. I can understand that. This one's a little bit of a surprise. Actor Gary Sinise, Lieutenant Dan, Lieutenant Dan. <laughs> He's 67. Wow. And in honor of uh, Lori's heartthrob, actor Rob Lowe turned 58 years old, or turns 58. No, no, no. Rob Lowe is older than 58. Uh, well, tell no. that to ABC News. I can only go back to no, no, you. No, no, no. He is, I am not five years older than Rob Lowe. <laughs> and don't forget, of course, okay, I'm sorry, are you done? Just one more. Okay. And last but not least, from the 18th, rapper, actor, 
Queen Latifah, 52 years old. And let's not let's not forget on Thursday. Uh, it's St. Patrick's Day. Shona Bigorda, Aaron Gobrales, and of course my <laughs> annual joke. What's Irish and sits in the sun? Uh, nothing. Patio furniture. <laughs> May, <laughs> May you be hidden in heaven. Nice. May you be in heaven an hour before the devil knows you're dead. <laughs> Can you now? He had to put up with a little bit of yapping from Beetle from Beagle Bailey. Yeah, and I had to, in return. I had to suffer through that swarmy joke. Yeah, oh yeah, my you God. Did. yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. That's it. look, look. No. You're not the only one that's going to have to endure that joke. On Thursday, I will be telling it all day long. Yeah, well, I hope you survive it. <laughs> well, thank goodness this show is over because it's just been exhausting. We've got nothing else to do now, do we? We do indeed have something else to do here. Well, before we get to that, let, let, let's do a, take a little breather in here and to, uh, because I'd like to talk about baseball coming back. Oh, okay, sure. Now, uh, I haven't been a huge baseball fan over the years. And I remember when the DH was first introduced in 1973, I believe it was 1973. But I remember going to a Yankees game. This is the old, old Yankee stadium. The one they renovated instead and the one they eventually tore down. And I remember it was an early season game and the Yankees, their scoreboard at the time, I remember it being explained to me, the designated hitter, the, you know, you would have the lineup with the electronic numbers and letters, but the positions only had so many characters they could do. So the DH was listed just as B for batter, where it would say, you know, 2B, 1B, 3B. And, uh, but now, now the National League has the DH permanently. Right. What, what's our take on that? About time. You think so? I mean, it was one thing back in the day when the American League played only American League. National League only played National League. There was some mystique about the two leagues. You know, right. the only time you saw the only time you saw American League. Leaguers and National Leaguers on the same field was either the All-Star Game or the World Series. Right, right. And but we that, don't... Mis- that mystique is gone now. Yes. Uh, yes, you're right. Everybody is playing everybody. I think the rules should be the same for American League and National League. I mean, hell, there there used to be a point in time when there were American League umpires and National League umpires. Yes. Now, umpires, it, it, it's all it's all one league. Well, actually, actually, more what you're thinking of is the the American League umpires dressed one way, the National League umpires dressed another, but then they combined all that so that they could flow to get you know it all looked the same but i agree with what you're saying i as much as you kind of will miss the double switches and and all that do you bat for the pitcher do you leave them in you know there is some strategy involved there but they're looking for more offensive production and by, by the way baseball is the only sport where uh the offense uh, is does not control the ball. 
or the object of play. Also, it's the only sport where it's one person on the offensive team going against the entire defensive team. There's a, there's well, depending on your base runners, no base runners don't matter. I'm talking about when you're at the plate. Okay. You're, you're, you're up against nine people. Anyway, that's, that's just so. And, and the basically where the defense is the one passing the ball. If you're, they control they're the, the only ones. Yeah. They control the ball or the object as the case may be. Uh, right. Now, so I, I, I wanted to bring up the baseball because I don't know if it's available in Minnesota yet. It just became available here in New York. Although we have been seeing the spots, the commercials, because it's been available in New Jersey. Legalized sports gambling. Uh, I don't know. Do, do you guys have that in Minnesota? We are in an island or on an island here in Minnesota. Everywhere around us, North and South Dakota, Wisconsin, Iowa, Canada. Eh? Sports uh, betting is legal. So are we you... Have we have it on the table right now in the Minnesota legislature this year. Uh, it has strong bipartisan support. So there are people who are speculating that we could get sports betting in time for the uh, NFL season. So, so let, I, I mean, and this is from two guys who, you know, we do our little faux betting thing every year. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, oh, but by the way, the, uh, Gilchrist ceremonial sippy cup. It fell behind the fax machine. We're trying to uh-huh. dig it. We're trying to dig it out. Uh, um, don't hurt. No, no, nobody plans to. Nobody plans to. So, <laughs> are you getting inundated with commercials from neighboring states for the for the? For the Not really. Are you no. seeing? Are you seeing any of the Caesar's stuff? Seeing the Caesar stuff. Okay. Now we just got it legalized here. I think it was February. January, February, we were seeing all these ads for all these sports apps, sports betting apps before because it was legal in New Jersey. So, of course, we get the ads too. Now it's legal here. And and I, when I say inundated, I mean, John, you can't drive anywhere without seeing these ads. They are plastered everywhere. I saw somebody had on the side of their car a Caesars sports app thing. Really? I guess Caesars is paying for it. Uh, it, it looked like it, it's a horse pulling a chariot and the chariots at the back seat. And you got the bottom half of the person. So if you're sitting in the back seat, it would look like you're in the chariot. Uh, hmm. Now I, you know, I'm very curious about it. I'm not a gambler per se. Uh, look, I like to go to Vegas. I like to sit down and, and play some cards and you know i i'm not a big i don't bet big i don't lose big i don't win big uh when i'm there i enjoy it when i'm not it doesn't phase me but i am very curious about these but i'm also afraid that if i get involved in it i'm gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be you're gonna have to be very careful because well i'm not that big of a gambler uh, I I like every once in a while I like to play a little bit of blackjack, but I'm I'm sorry if, if it's more than a two dollar table, I'm not interested. Yeah. Uh, same thing with craps. Love playing craps, but you know if you're five, if your minimum bet's ten bucks, 
I, I just don't have that kind of money to throw around. I don't understand claps. Uh, I don't. I I don't necessarily under, understand it. I play. I keep it simple. I pl- I play the pass line, uh, which basically means you're betting on the uh, bet. You're betting on the shooter, uh, and uh, and sometimes I'll put some put some money up on some of the uh, various numbers. Every time you hit that number, while the shooter while the shooter is in action, mm-hmm. um, you cash out on that number. Yeah, I still don't understand it. Yeah, it's 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 something that some if you have an interest in it, you're best off watching yeah. for a few uh, times around before you jump in. See now, here, uh, here's one of my concerns again. Going back to the the, the betting apps. Uh huh. Now, what we do for six months out of the year, seven months, is fun. Mm-hmm. It's. Uh, you know as well as I do, John. As often as not, you're, you, you, we're picking teams sometimes just simply based on the uniform color. You know, right? Oh, absolutely. You know. I, I mean, sometimes the, I, there's a little thought that goes into it, but you know, all we have riding on it is our egos, which for some of us is a pretty, pretty, pretty big thing. Point that finger right all you like. Right yeah. there, pal. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. The one-hit wonders are coming up next. Yes. <laughs> But uh, but once you start, why do putting, people bet on horse races? Half the damn time they bet. Be, oh, you know that horse has got a uh, got a cool name or what have you. Yeah, he's a mutter. Did he have a father? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Here I am at Camp Granada. No, that was the Eleven and Costello bit. He's a mutter. What do you mean he's a mutter? Uh-huh. He can't be a mutter. No, no, no. He's a mutter. Anyway. Uh, yeah, so I don't. I, I mean, I'm curious about it, and I mean, Halle Berry is, uh, you know, gets my attention. I it's think a fabulous Cleopatra. I that's think for sure. I love her in those spots because she's got that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm with you, you big lug, but I'm really in control. You make it look like you, you know. And I got to admit, J.P. Smooth has been very, very funny in those in those spots. He's really, when he needs to be up and 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 egomaniacal, maniacal, and all that, he does it well. And then when he has to be, you know, just uh, tuck his tail between his legs because of you know something Cleopatra says, he just he's just nailing it. And 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 I'm really enjoying the spots, which which is not something I often say, but they've my favorite spot so far was early on uh they've also used pat and oswald and if you don't know who you should follow him on twitter he's very funny he, he was on the king of queens he's been in a bunch of stuff but so now keep this in mind though real hold quick. on i want to finish my story so okay so in one of the early spots caesar's and this is before we had it legal here caesar's going on about everybody gets this and everybody gets that and Patton is playing this guy named Carl. And Carl is just starts to be a real pain during the whole spot. And then Caesar finishes it off. And I, and I just love the way he said it. And everybody gets this and everybody gets that. Except Carl. Everybody but Carl. Everybody's a Caesar. Except Carl. I just found it amusing. So anyway, I don't think I will download the app, but I've kind of toyed with it. I I have let the advertising kind of the marketing kind of get into my head a little bit. It's almost unavoidable. It's almost unavoidable. So 
Was there something you're going to say, sir? Yeah, there was actually. Oh, well, go ahead. Um, the the marketing really didn't get to me so much. I mean, I've been looking. I love while while I'm kind of eh, kind of sort you know iffy iffy on uh, on the whole all the games at a casino. I love sportsbook. When I was living in Vegas, sportsbook was my because you know, I had Sundays off. I oh. was a happy man. I had oh, Sundays geez. off. I could, I could, I could literally, and I don't, I, th this isn't going to happen up here in Hicksville, but we, you, you've got your part, you know, you got your, your tickets there with the games you're following. I mm. usually, what I did is I played a five team parlay on the Sunday games. I only hit it. I can think I, I think I hit the, hit it three times where you got all five of them. Correct. Right. Nice little payday, though, yeah, when, no, when you do. No, no, I understand. Otherwise, you're sitting there, plush TV in front of, you know, 10 screens. and Oh, yeah, it's fabulous. Know. It's fabulous. There's nothing like a sports book, especially now with cable and satellite and all that. You know, you can – oh, boy. Uh, my favorite sports book story, and I've told it before. I'll tell it again. So, so in uh, 2003 – I go to Vegas by myself and people I know, Oh, here they, they, everybody's, uh, they gave me a hundred bucks each, put it on the dolphins to win the Super Bowl. Okay. So then I do, I do it myself. I bet on, I bet on the dolphins. I had never been to a sports book before. I had no idea how to do it. I learned very quickly. So as I'm, I'm in there and I'm looking at this sheet. And at the time you get this long, long sheet with just everything and it had the current odds for any team all the teams to win the world series marlins were at some ridiculous 80 to 1 or something like that jack mckeon who was 158 years old had just taken over the team this was august that's right it was it was uh mid to late august so i'm looking at it and i'm thinking to myself Maybe I should put 20 bucks on the Marlins to win the World Series. I mean, I pissed away more money on less, and I didn't. You know what the Marlins did that year? They won the World Series. They won the World effing Series. And, uh, <laughs> and I put 100 on the Dolphins, who I knew probably weren't going to even make the postseason. But I couldn't find, find my way to put even $10 on the, uh, on the how do you call it's the Marlins. By the way, they've won yeah. the World they've won the World Series twice and have never won their division. So, both times you got to love the wild card. You love the wild card. Well, what do you say, but, Skippy? Well, just one last thought. I would oh, just okay. uh, it's the I'm I'm really looking forward to it. I'm I'm cautiously looking forward to it. Because if you look at just our little what we do every week. The fact of the matter is, while we both suck at these picks, yeah, you, you hey, look, I whooped your ass. So, <laughs> the goddamn Gerald was even. Gerald whooped my ass. Yeah. 
It's still under but, review. It's still under review, by the way, the whole season. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but the fact of the matter is, is we both had more successful picks than unsuccessful picks. Yes, yes. I, every year I do. My overall, yeah. my overall picks, this was my worst year by far. But like every year, I pick more right than wrong. Than wrong. And I would love to see it where basically the same picks that I made on our little our little shindig here make those same picks on the app and then just just keep an account open don't mm. try to cash it out or anything like that and see what happens at the end of the season mm. I would be willing to bet it wouldn't be by a lot but I would be willing to bet that we would be that would we would be up well we'll in that at the end of the season we'll have to talk about that there might be it's an interesting concept intriguing Uh, Lori if you're listening uh, I'm waiting for executive approval on that so uh. you you may have to sell that bed and get a get a a couple of sleeping bags (laughs) anyhow all right let's go ahead and get do it do it here we got uh, oh how much time do we got here about a half an hour left or so a little less so let's get on to one of my other favorite segments here it is the, go ahead and start the music there, Maestro. And now, ladies and gentlemen, allow me to present the Battle of the One-Hit Wonders. Here's your match official, John Shannon. Indeed, 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 indeed. Thank you for uh, joining us here again on the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI. It is time for Battle of the One-Hit Wonders. Folks, we did this a little differently this week. We we openly solicited the listeners' opinions, and we got the listeners' opinions on this particular battle. Uh, let me first introduce to you this uh, week's challenger. Well, who's It our- was a oh, song okay. from uh, Chuck Mangione. Uh, and we'll give you a little snip of it now called Feels So Right. Feels so good. From 1978, Feels So Good, it was. Not Feels So Right, Feels So Good. From 1978, Chuck Mangione. Now, our reigning champion from 1974, Bo Donaldson and the Haywoods with Billy Don't Be a Hero.
Ladies and gentlemen, this wasn't even close. The fans have spoken. It doesn't even matter. What, I don't know. Did you vote in the poll when you put it up? Yes. You did? So did I. So we don't need to do the one finger, two nope, finger, or nope, anything nope, like that. Nope. This wasn't even close, ladies and gentlemen. Your winner, your champion, once again, Billy, Don't Be a Hero, 1974. me there folks once again that was bo donaldson and the haywoods with our uh being our returning champion and continuing on as champion in the battle of the one hit wonders 70s edition 
uh, with Billy Don't Be a Hero. Guess what, Ed? We're going to have some stiff competition. He's going to run into some real stiff competition for next week. Be ready, folks. Next week, Billy Don't Be a Hero will face off against none other than Harry Chapin, Cats in the Cradle from 1974. Ooh. So Ooh. get your uh, get your scorecards out because we'll uh, we'll start that Wait. poll up here probably a little later on today. Now hold on a second. Now hold on a second. How can okay. Harry how can Harry Chapin be classified as a one-hit wonder? Okay. Remember the the definition that that we're going by here is whether or not the song made it into the top 10. Right. Uh, the only other song that I can think of with um from Harry Chapin is is uh is taxis taxi. just taxi right good song don't get me wrong but as i understand it i can google it real quick here but i don't think it within the within the top 10 yeah but just the same he he had two hits he had more than two but certainly uh don't get me wrong i love cats in the cradle uh when you said harry chapin i thought for sure it was going to be taxi but honestly, I gotta, oh. I, I, I gotta, I gotta throw up a red flag on this one. This oh. is usually. And I will, let, I will let, look it up. Let, let I will me, give a definition. Allow me my moment here. I understand this is your segment, and you make the rules. That being said, mostly when you associate a one-hit wonder, it's by a group whose name you can't possibly remember. They literally have one hit and done. You could name another one of their songs, literally, if if your life depended on it. Harry Chapin, everybody can come up with two songs at least. So as much as I would love to see Cats in the Cradle kick some Billy Don't Be a Hero ass, uh, I just don't think it, it falls into the eligibility. I, I While it might fall... While it might follow the, the letter of the rules, I, I don't think it's in the spirit of the competition. And, uh, I mean, if you want to open it up to everything from the 70s, then by all means, let's have at it, kids and kittens. But I think as the definition of a one-hit wonder, no. I, I believe I have to firmly, firmly say that is not right, sir. Your your opinion has been duly noted. And ignored. And is and and stuff back behind the fax machine there, along with the sippy cup. Man, <laughs> just so you know. Just uh, well. Uh, I'm I'm looking to see when or how high it made it on the charts. I'm. Uh, but it, he I had two hits. He had two hits. I mean, you can come in at number twenty six, and that's a hit. You know, here's the thing. I I understand that. It it made it to tell you the truth. It made it to number five in the Canadian. Uh, Stop! Stop right there! Don't make me invade Minnesota. Which, which song are we talking about? Cats in the Cradle or Taxi? No, Taxi. All right, but it, it's a hit. They're both hits. Made it up to, to made it up to uh, twenty four in the uh, Billboard Hot One Hundred. That was clearly a hit. Top ten isn't it? And, I would go with the top. What you need to do is put it in the top, make top forty. 
That's that's your that's your line there is the top forty. But you see, Ed, I, I'm going to yes, disagree with you on that, John. We are both products of that era, yes. and both love the music from that era. Yes. But I got to tell you, there are I I go back and every week, yes, I listen on the uh, the one time I tune out Radio TFI and and tune into my Cirrus uh, FMX. Uh huh. Uh, app rather or actually when i'm in the car moving on is what they're playing they're doing repeats of american top 40 american top four where's don is don on the phone i want to see those gd pictures i gotta talk about an effing dog dying ponderous man ponderous where the hell did you come oh 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 never mind i know what you're talking it took a minute I did took a minute. I I, I got you now. <laughs> I know that one, but hard, um, baby, there are some songs that broke the top. You know the the top forty. Uh huh. You know at number thirty nine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Juju and the Beans with, <laughs> and that would be a one hit wonder. They had one, but hit. It, hard, it was hardly a hit. Look, hardly a hit and a hit are the same thing. It's like being a little bit pregnant. You're not. You're pregnant or you're not. It's a hit or it's not. Top 40 is the line you should be using. Seriously. I mean, very serious here. I mean, I'm digging this competition. I'm liking it. And I want to go forward with it. But, dude, you just to say something, because it didn't make the top 10. Hell, the Grateful Dead never cracked the top 10. I know. And thus you'll never see, you won't see a Grateful Dead song in this uh, but if you, competition. But if you use the, the, uh, the top 40, which is the standard in the industry, by the way. Top 40 radio. There's an entire format, radio format, devoted to it. Top 40, because you can't depend on the same 10 songs. Look, a, it, it can be a weak number 39, but it still made it. It crossed the border. And that, my friends, is where we have to draw the line. Top 10, because, again, you've got Harry Chapin. He was clearly not a one-hit wonder. Bo Donaldson and the Haywoods, who most people would go, who? But Harry Chapin, most people are going to, anybody listening to this program will know who Harry Chapin is. Uh, they won't know. I don't think that mo that people from this, uh, from our listener base, I don't think that they know who Bo Donaldson is, but they do know the song. They've heard the song at least okay. once or twice. Now name another Bo Donaldson and the Haywoods song. Absolutely not. I have no clue. right. Right. There are going to be some some no, exceptions to no, that. Harry not. Chapin. Let's face it. To cats in the cradle. To anybody who let let's go from the demographic of say uh, anybody younger than fifty. Yeah. Would probably recognize the song "Cats in the Cradle." But, but have no was. idea who Harry Chapin was. Right. And again, I promise you, just about everybody listening to this, when you said Harry Chapin, was expecting to hear Taxi. I don't think so. Oh. Have you checked the name of the show, sir? I Well, yeah, okay. Have, have they've you, heard the, the word. They've heard Taxi. But I'm saying, people that are listening to us, our fine, fine listenership, we love you all. Except you, and you know who I'm talking about. Uh, <laughs> but they're all going to be familiar with the song Taxi, because it was a hit. 
there's no question you can't argue the fact that Taxi by Harry Chapin was a hit. But it wasn't as big a hit. No, no, no. It no, didn't make it, it to the same no, status not, as, as Cats in the Cradle. No, no, no. The the whole purpose, of the, the whole one-hit wonder thing is they had one hit and Puff never heard from again. Well. That's, that's a one-hit wonder. Puff, you got one and out. Not, well, this one didn't quite reach. I, I'm sorry, John. I'm going to have to disagree with you vehemently oh. on this one. I, I I totally understand it. I think and you're like I said. I think you're our 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 again. I love the song. I love the song. This is not about the song itself. It is about your definition of a one hit wonder. And I would, if I were you, you know people in real radio. I would talk to them. You know, you bring up you bring up a good point. I think I know exactly who I might go to for this. I know exactly who you're going to for this. Damn it! I think I'm going to. I, I think, as a matter of fact, when we when we finish up here, I think I'm going to send my uh, my good friend Chris Murphy a, yes. a quick yes. email. Yes, I, I Harry Chapin would not, in any way, shape, or form, be considered a one-hit wonder. And it's not the song, it's the band is the one-hit wonder. It's the band that's the one-hit wonder. The Beatles would never be considered a one-hit wonder. Both Donaldson and the Haywood. No. I mean, even even Steve Martin, I was a little, you know, yes, as far as music goes, Steve Martin was a one-hit wonder, technically speaking. So, I mean, I, I, I push back a little on that one, and... Look, we're we're gonna we're gonna do kung fu fighting at some point because Carl Douglas was certainly a one-hit wonder, but I still know who he is. But I I think I think you're going to be educated on this one, sir. And I think no, well, and you know I love this thing that we're doing here with the with the one-hit wonders. You know I'm all for this, and I'm not fighting this. But you can't say Harry Chapin. It's the artist, not the song, that is defined as a one-hit wonder. See, and I think it's more the song. No, nope. because you see, here's here, here's the thing: is no song growing can be, up, no song can can be more than one hit. Growing up, when I was when I was just but a wee lad and was listening to these songs, first off, I never, I never heard the song "Taxi." On the top radio or top forty radio stations, I'd I'd listen to. Whereas I heard "Cats in the Cradle," conti- you know that was that was in the loop, mm-hmm. and uh, was one wound up being one of my favorite songs all so the time. It, so is that one of the criteria that John Shannon didn't hear it? Hence, it can't be true. That's right. Oh, you're, <laughs> you're, you're veering dangerously close into Ed territory now. Uh, <laughs> well, look, I've had look who I've had to work with for the last five years. Look, I mean, look, give me look, a break. Look, it, it ain't all about you. It's about all about me. And let's, you know, let's not kid ourselves on that. Uh, no, seriously, the one hit wonder refers to the artist, not the song itself. You will contact Mr. Murphy. Uh, as always, 
We appreciate him. But no, you will be looking for a new challenger next week. Kabish? I said Kabish. One hit wonder is an entity that achieves mainstream popularity often for just one piece of work and becomes known among the general public solely for that momentary success. Thank you. The term is most commonly used in regard to music performers only one hit single that overshadows their other work. Thank you. Now, here's the thing. In my humble opinion... There ain't nothing humble about it today. In my humble opinion, yeah. Cats in the Cradle definitely overshadowed oh, you're anything drunk. else. You're, you're high on drugs. Even Bailey agrees with me. <laughs> How could you possibly say? Thank you, Bailey. Yes, point well taken, Bailey. How can you possibly say that Cats in the Cradle overshadowed Taxi? Are you are you high? Are you? She's mad. Are, She's mad because the song isn't Dogs in the Cradle. Are you doing the marijuana? I mean, come on! What is wrong with you? You contact Chris See, Murphy. You contact Chris Murphy, and you I have will. him straighten you out on this, because, sir, you are you are wrong, and you're just being foolish about it now. And now you're getting me all worked up for no other reason oh. than, than than to kill some time here. And God damn it, it's working. It, it, that's good. When is it? When's the last time you and I? Who usually agree on just about everything on this show, as far as political, you know, politics or in general, you know, life in general, you and I are about ninety percent on the same page, even ninety-five well, percent. Well, welcome to the ten percent, Pally Boy, because you're wrong. You are dead, dead, one-hit wonderish wrong. Yeah, well, I will. Uh, I will. Like I said, that's a good idea. I will. I will consult uh, with uh, Chris Murphy. I might even actually reach out to a couple of other uh, uh, people that I know you that should. have done. You should. Uh, one hit, uh, who have done top forty radio. You have just read a definition that made my point. But you see, here's the di here's the difference. In my world, now you're a couple of years older than me, so um, Taxi came out. If I'm if I'm not mistaken, Taxi came out in '72, where Cats in the Cradle was in '74. So, so in '72, well, let's see, in '72 oh, I was oh, wait, nine years old. Is this, oh, is this about what John Shannon would have heard? My experience, yeah, from my experience, yes. So, in other words, we're not going to have any music on this. So seventy two is not does not count. That we can have that's, no. That's not necessarily true. Well, it, it, it is. That's what you're saying. If seventy two is well, before your time, to be honest with you, yeah, you know what? And it was only because I was starting to run out of time when I put when I compiled our master list. Uh huh. But brother Louis, brother Louis was the oldest song that we that okay. We did. So so you've just From blown seventy three. You've just blown that point right out of the water. So in other words, this is all about in John John Shannon's lifetime, but but only in certain years where he felt he was actually listening to the radio as opposed to uh, contemplating his navel. 
Is this what I'm to understand here? Well, I guess that's, you know. So in other words, it, it it's the John Shannon rules. I mean, if that's what it is, then that's what it is. Don't, but we can't call it the one hit wonders then. That'll, sure we can. No, you can. I won't. I, I think you're way off base here, John. I think you're missing the definition. Well, look, there have been many, many, many one-hit wonder countdowns. And I promise you, Cats in the Cradle has never been in, on one of them. No Harry Chapin song. Harry Chapin is the artist who is not a one-hit wonder. Well, let me let me to, let me put it to you this way. You are obviously a Harry Chapin fan. I, I, I can, love Harry Chapin. It's not yeah. about Harry Chapin, though. All right, so so we can say it's the any song. Art, it's no, it's not the song. It's you see, the to artist. me, that is it is the song. But then it's not the definition of a one-hit wonder. A song can only be a hit one song. One, well, I, I mean, I guess it could be, but very few songs get re-released. And it's original release. A song can only be one a hit once. It can only be one hit. However, an artist can have multiple hits. Elton John, Billy Joel, you know, uh, Journey, etc., etc. Or they can be Bo Donaldson and the Haywoods. Had the one hit. Gary Lewis and, and, I think Gary Lewis and would, the Playboys. As much as you hate to because you're you're a harry chapin fan it's got nothing to do with harry chapin it's got everything sure. it's got everything to do with look if you would if you had brought up a tony orlando and dawn song i'd be giving you the same argument i but you see the thing is is tony orlando and dawn had more songs that reached the top 10 tie a yellow ribbon a one hit wonder uh, is not about the top 10 it's not about the song it's about the artist. Has the artist had more than one hit? If the answer is yes, then it's not a one hit. That artist is not a one hit wonder. The term refers to the artist. You and I'm just you, you and I are just gonna have to agree to disagree on no, that. No, we're one. just gonna have to agree that you're wrong. You know, goddamn well that ain't gonna happen. Man. You know, I can only admit that I over over the past ten years I can only admit that I've been wrong about one thing. So. And that that was getting hooked up with me. I get it. I understand. I feel the same way. You well, you guys. know, I, I hadn't hadn't gotten to that point yet, but oh, you will. I promise you, you will. <laughs> Everybody does. You're not that special, my friend. No, I'm not going to give up on you that easy. <laughs> then you'd be the first. But uh, I'm not going to give up on you that easy. Hell we will no. have the Battle of the One-Hit Wonders next week. Harry Chapin's music will not be a part of it. But we will have something. And uh, look, again, I don't want you to, to go home in disgrace, John. You're going to. Bailey agreed with me. I promise you. Bailey just wanted me to throw her freaking ball. She give a she I didn't that. care. I get that. I'm the same way. Throw my toy to me. All right. Look, look, look. You're in a position that's bad for anybody. Is that you? You want me to admit I'm wrong on something I know I'm right about? And this is it's none too good. It's not good. 
But some good I, has I, come, some good has come out of it, and you know what that is, young Mister Shannon. We've killed a hell lot, a hell of oh, a lot of time. Oh, we did. Oh, we did. That's uh, <laughs> we uh, we killed the shit. We 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 beat that last fifteen minutes into oblivion, man. Oh we yes, a, we did, and was, we had fun doing it. I don't. Hey, speak for yourself. It's about it's about time you disagree with me on something. Well, because you're wrong. No. I'm not wrong. No, you're wrong. We have differing opinions. No. No. Yes, we do. We have differing opinions. Look. Look. I can spend another 10 minutes telling you how foolish you're being about this. No, no you can't because we only have we only have about a minute and a half if that. Like I said, if that Time to say goodbye, folks. Uh, it was fun. It was real. Eh, might have even been real fun. So, until next week, have a great week. We will see you next week. In a week. I'm John Shannon. That's Ed Van Ness over there. And I got the money. See ya!
The views and opinions expressed by the hosts and guests do not necessarily state or reflect those of the company and its management. Furthermore, the assumptions, views, opinions and insinuations made by the host and guests do not reflect those of the show, the management and the network. In addition, all copyrighted material is used without permission and will be removed with notification from the rightful owners or their agent. So there. Radio TFI.